All right, Shalom Aleichem, good evening. Welcome to Classes 19 and 20. It is Thursday night, Leil Shishi, of Shabbos, going into Shabbos with Lecha Mishnah with a double dose of two classes. We have two letters tonight to learn. One is a rather short letter, and the other one is a rather long letter. So uh, it's going to be a little bit lopsided, but that's the way that it's going to be. Let's jump in to our first letter. Baruch Hashem, Ches Shvat, Tovshin, Tezvav, Brooklyn, Horav HaChosid, Ishirei Elikim, Nichbod, Venailo, Isaac Betzar, Chitzibor, Vereno Horav, Chaim, Hillel, Shichye. Shalom Ovracha. This letter was written, Ches Shvat, to Reb Chaim, to Reb, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, Chaim Hill. Reb Chaim Hill. Who is Reb Chaim Hillel? Reb Chaim Hill Azimov, this is the father of Reb Mullah Azimov, all of a shalom, the, the shliach from Paris. And uh, Reb Chaim Hill Azimov was also active in Paris, and he ran a system of Talmud Torahs for children who did not have a full-time Jewish education. And the Rebbe is going to mention that at the end of the letter about, uh, the, the, uh, about the Talmud Torah. At any rate, this uh, letter begins by speaking about some communications that this uh, Rebbe Chaim Hill was conveying on behalf of local Anash, on behalf of local Chassidim in Paris. Shalom of Rochia. Mashahinini Kabbalas Mikhtavav Megimel Vehei Shvat Imapan Varashimais Hamusker Bohem. This is to confirm receipt of the letters that you wrote, two letters, one on the third and one on the fifth of Shvat, along with the pan. The pan is a pidyin nefesh, that's a special type of communication that a chassid writes to a rebbe. It has a special format, a special nusach, special text. It's not a regular letter. See, the rebbe differentiates between the letters and the pan, and then also the rishimais, those are probably some type of notes or reports probably connected to the Talmud Torah that... Uh, Reb Chaim Hillel is running there in Paris. These are different types of communications with, with the Rebbe. Shekroim, and I'm going to read them, Bli Neder, without a vow, Al Hatsiyan HaKadosh Shal Kveit Kedush Meir Vechomi Admor, Zeichot Sad Vekadosh Levroch, Lechayilom Habo, Nishmosi Begin Zimiremim, Zuchot Sayogin Aleinu. I'm going to read these, all of these. Seems not just the pan, but the letters and the reports as well, at the Oihel, at the resting place of my father-in-law, my Rebbe. Okay, now, the Rebbe mentions, It is superfluous, it, it's unnecessary to remind or to uh, arouse those chsidim who were the emissaries to bring the pan, the uh, and here it means panim. It's uh, plural. These are uh, notes that were sent apparently from Anash in Paris, who are writing notes. Uh, like I said, it's, it's a special type of uh, petition for prayer and and blessing that a chassid writes to a rebbe. So the rebbe says now to this rebbe Chaim Hill, it's surely superfluous to remind those, the ones who are the emissaries to send these panim, meaning Reb Chaim Hillel, who was, I guess, he collected these notes and then sent them all together uh, to the Rebbe. So it's superfluous to remind them <coughs> that they should remind, in turn, they should remind 
לא ערר סונש על יד המסר מפן שמצידם יעררו, they in turn should arouse, should remind as המסר, those who gave over these panim, these, these letters. על פירש כבד קדושס מידה וחומי אדמור בעלי אלולה בביטוי גשמי ברכה. That they should remind, meaning to say, let me say it in simple English. You collected these panim, these petitions for prayer that I'm going to take to the aisle and read. I'm sure I don't even have to remind you that you should remind those people from whom you collected those panim what my father-in-law said. <coughs> Excuse me. About the expression gishme bracha. Gishme bracha literally means um, rains of blessing. But here's what the Fidikab explained about gishme bracha. Asher bracha, that a blessing, in this case a blessing from a rabbi, he kame geshem. It's like rain. Okay. In what way is a blessing like rain? You have to have, what do you call it, uh, plowing and planting. And then only after that, will the rain bring about success. In other words, a blessing has to have what to take hold on. And uh, this expression actually and this saying of the Fidu Rebbe is a Hayyem Yem we've mentioned the Sefer Hayyem Yem many times it's the Hayyem Yem of base of the Shani meaning we just had it recently and the Hayyem Yem that day's Hayyem Yem is taken from a letter of the Fidu Rebbe which is printed in the Fidu Rebbe's Igros and over there the Fidu Rebbe is writing to somebody and saying you know there are people who are not doing what they're supposed to be doing, and I'm not so sure that giving them a blessing will even be effective. Because the way a blessing works is, it's like rain. If rain comes and falls down on a, on a field, and you didn't plow the field, and you didn't plant, you didn't, put, you didn't sow, you didn't put seeds in the field. So what do you have? You have a wet field. You don't, nothing's gonna grow. So the Rebbe can do his part, he can give brachas, but then the chassid's got to his, do his part, which is plowing and planting that ground so that when the rain hits it, something's going to actually happen. And I think this is a very important concept, especially in light of something that many of us know about the Rebbe. Um, you know, the Rebbe demanded a lot, and the Rebbe would specifically ask for people to up their game in Ruchnias, in their Avedas Hashem. The Rebbe would ask for mitzvahs. Wherever a person was holding, the Rebbe would ask people to do more in their service of Hashem. And you could hear that, that and you could kind of mistakenly see that almost like, call it like spiritual barter. <laughs> like, okay, I got the blessings. You want the blessings? Ah, all right. What are you going to trade me? What are you going to give me for it? Right? So you do this, and I'll give you that. Tit for tat. Quid pro quo. And I think that's the wrong way to look at it. That's not really what's happening here. What's happening is I can give you blessings, but the blessings are like rain. <laughs> when the rain hits the ground, 
Was the ground prepared? Is uh, are there seeds planted in that ground? Because if not, the blessings aren't going to do anything. So this is what the Rebbe now says to Rebbe Chaim Hillel. He says, I hope that when you collected those panim from the chsidim, that you didn't just allow them to write and ask for brachas. I hope that you told them how it's going to work so that it'll actually be effective for them. I hope you told them that they need to plow and plant. In other words, they have to do something to up their game in their service of Hashem. Okay. Um Certainly you'll find the appropriate language, to explain this concept, Hashem will make you successful. I think that from that itself, those that, just that line, you can learn a lot. The Rebbe just told Rebbe Chaim Hill something very important, and then the Rebbe said, by the way, how you're going to deliver it, that's up to you. you got to figure out the right way to explain to your crowd. Every, every speaker knows his audience or should know his audience. Figure out how to convey this to them. Okay, That's the idea. You figure out the words. Similar to what we were talking about last night. That uh, Or was it, was it last night? Two nights ago. Taking initiative. Yes, two nights ago. About taking initiative, being creative, and figuring out what's appropriate for your, your place. All right, now the letter changes gears a little bit. Bevade hisbiru gam letalmide hatalmud Torah. Remember I told you that Chaim Hillel Azimov was running a system of after-school study for kids who were not getting a Jewish education. So now the Rebbe says, I hope you're going to explain, or not the, hopefully, uh, for sure, certainly you're going to explain to the students. These are kids. Al-dvar balhi something about the one whose yard site's coming up. Coming up, you'll tell them a little bit about his biography, about his life, and some of his accomplishments, in a way appropriate to their understanding. Obviously, again, you got to know your crowd. You got to know who you're talking to. Read the room. All right. If you haven't done so already, meaning hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint, <laughs> maybe you already did it already. And if you didn't do it already, uh, you can do it in the days that are next to, meaning even a little bit after as well, around the day of the yard site. Listen to this. Hashem should help that the words should affect the speakers and the listeners. I thought that was a very interesting expression. Normally you think that the speaker should speak and it should affect the listeners. <laughs> That's not enough. That's half of the story. The other half is that when you speak, it should affect yourself. It should affect the speaker. Actually, this lotion that uh, comes from the Rebbe Rashab. Apparently, the Rebbe Rashab used to write this in a pan. What does a Rebbe write in a pan? What kind of brachas does the Rebbe ask for? So the Rebbe Rashab apparently used to write in a pan to his, to his Rebbe, which uh, I guess uh, originally when he was a child, he was raised uh, at the knee of his, his grandfather, the Tzemach Tzedek, and then his father, the, the Rebbe Marash, was his Rebbe. So he would write uh, that he should have success when, he's, when he teaches that the word should affect the speakers and the listeners. And the Friedrich Rebbe adopted that uh, 
phrase, and the Rebbe uses it as well. And here, here the Rebbe is using it for a chassid, which I guess means it's, a, it's an expression that all of us should aspire to fulfill and to embody in our lives. With a blessing for success in your holy service, together with good health, both physically and spiritually. There's not just material health. We think about physical health, but there's also spiritual health. We spoke about uh, a couple nights ago about uh, material parnosa and spiritual parnosa. So now we're talking about material health and spiritual health. Okay, and that's tonight's letter. And... Uh, yeah, I think uh, just to give it a little action item, everyone can think about things that they would like to ask brachas for, but uh, we also have to think of things that we could be doing to provide the adequate plowing and planting so that when those brachas come, the gishmi bracha, the, the rains of blessing, have what to, uh, to work on. Okay. All right, so that's the end of our first letter tonight, and we'll uh, take a five-second break, and we'll start another letter.